it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello and welcome back to New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. It's been some time since we've spoken to John Simpson. In fact, uh, we spoke to John just after the National Convention held in Hobart at the end of March this year. As well, we haven't spoken to Emma Benison since she returned from leave in early August of this year. I thought it was time that we had a catch-up to hear all about what's been happening with BCA over the last few months and uh, what's happening into the future. Although this is uh, Blind Citizens Australia's radio program, it's actually been some time since we've really featured uh, Blind Citizens Australia in a big way. In fact, I don't think we've all spoken since the convention. Uh, certainly, uh, from my point of view, that's the case, Vaughan. I think last time we spoke, we were talking about... Uh, the great event that you and your Tasmanian members had hosted down in Hobart. We had a lot of fun, didn't we? What's happened since then? Oh, lots of things have happened always with BCA Bourne. Um, I think in relation to projects, the biggest developments were around our ILC-funded projects. They're the funded projects that come to us through the National Disability Insurance Agency. And, of course, your listeners will remember that we were doing a lot of work around a project called Life Ready and a project called Leadership Development. And, of course, that project uh, had to be wound up around the middle of the year, the end of the financial year. Um, And I'm sure Emma can expand on this, but uh, it's great to know that we were successful with that and, in fact, were offered further funding to do more projects in this current year. We applied for some funding through, again, the ILC, but this time through the Economic Participation Funding Round. And that's essentially... Uh, for projects that relate to employment. And so we've got funding to do a very big employment project and some of you will already have seen a call for expressions of interest from people who um, wish to be part of a video series that we're developing to, um, I guess, telegraph to employers but also to those of us who are blind or vision impaired the breadth um, of employment Um, opportunities that um, people who are blind or vision impaired can take up if given the opportunity. Many, many times all of us have experienced um, the fact that we don't get the opportunities to prove ourselves. We don't even get in the door. And so um, part of this project is also to develop some resources for, uh, for recruiters and also for people who are blind or vision impaired um, around employment and to, uh, to I guess, expand on some of the resources BCA has already developed in previous years, but also really importantly to create opportunities for internships with organisations with whom BCA has relationships. One of the, um, the real benefits of the fact that BCA does a lot of advocacy is that we build um, many times quite... Um, you know, quite strong relationships. We end up having quite good relationships with um, corporates and other organisations. And so we're hoping to leverage those to provide internships. And also um, we're going to offer a symposium um, in either Sydney or Melbourne uh, and also live streamed 
that is really about changing employer attitudes and um, getting um, employers and employees um, to come and speak about the experience, the real experience of employment of people who are blind or vision impaired so that people can get work experience because we know that, um, you know, oftentimes younger people particularly, but people of any age have difficulty getting work experience on their CV so that they can prove that they can use the technology or or do the job. Um, so that's certainly part of what we're, what we're aiming to do um, with this project, as well as, as I said, creating those resources and creating an online platform so that people can speak to each other and get advice from one another about um, employment-related issues and job-seeking. One of the things well. that came out of the um, Life Ready project was uh, the need for, and uh, I guess an infrastructure for peer support and mentoring among people who are blind or vision impaired. And a lot of that involves getting together face-to-face. John, there's an opportunity coming up shortly for uh, more of that sort of thing to happen. Uh, yes, Vaughan. In fact, our annual general meeting is the next opportunity for the organisation to come together nationally. And this year's AGM will be in Sydney. We like to try and move it around uh, to give people in different cities the opportunity to attend. And the date is Saturday the 30th of November at the Guide Dogs New South Wales headquarters in Chatswood. The notice for the AGM is going out to all of our members uh, um, really being prepared as we speak. Uh, And, of course, that will also include details of this year's round of elections for So this year we have uh, two vacancies that come up on our board. Uh, One of those comes up by rotation as uh, Rocco Coutry has been filling a casual vacancy and then needs to stand for election this year. And the other is occasioned by the fact that that Dan Stubbs has uh, changing his employment situation uh, and will need to stand down from the board uh, to fulfil his employment obligations. So two vacancies on the board. Vacancies on the National Policy Council, one representative from each of Queensland, Victoria, Tasmania and South Australia. And then uh, we now, of course, have our New South Wales ACT State Division in place. And this year, elections for the seven-member committee come up for for that body. Six uh, elected people from across our membership in New South Wales, plus one from the ACT. So it's quite a busy round of elections for I understand that uh, being on the Blind Citizens Australia board is a fairly strong commitment and uh, it might be a little bit daunting for for some people. Um, I know that uh, last year when there were quite a number of uh, appointments to the board or elections to the board, there were some teleconferences around that. Are you doing that again this year? Yes, certainly, Vaughan. And that forms part of our mentoring and leadership development um, strategy that the, the organisation has in place. So we'll run um, two teleconferences, one uh, uh, evening time, probably around eight o'clock in the eastern states, and one daytime. Uh, details of those um, events are available through the office and we do want people to actually register. Uh, in general terms, the dates are in the second week of uh, October, I think the 8th and 9th. Um, but people should check on the exact details through the office. And I want to stress, Vaughan, that it's not just for people who have made up their mind about standing for election. This is the opportunity for people who want to learn a little bit more about what's involved at those three levels of the organisation to get a better understanding. Uh, So uh, uh, members are encouraged to uh, 
take part in that activity, even if you then decide that you're not really ready to stand at this stage. In last week's program, Emma, we spoke with uh, Jane Britt, who, uh, interestingly enough, given the uh, requirement for elections to the National Policy Council, is doing some work in the policy area of Blind Citizens Australia, a new recruit to your staff, I understand. Yeah, that's right. Um, It's very exciting to have Jane on the team. Um, We've also got... uh, Martin Stewart, who has moved into the National Advocacy Officer role because Ricky um, Chaplin, who was acting CEO while I was on leave, has now moved um, into a National um, project Advocacy Projects Officer role. And so basically um, that means that rather than dealing with uh, individual advocacy cases, Ricky's going to be working on a, a series of projects um, related to advocacy um, and and most notably, I think, of those is um, assisting people to make submissions to the Disability Royal Commission into violence, abuse, neglect and exploitation of people with disability. Um, and I think the, the important thing about that is also that he'll be pulling together BCA's um, submission or, or perhaps multiple submissions, depending on how we, um, how we end up going about that. So that's um, a really important piece of work um, and we'll, we'll be providing more information about that um, in the coming weeks. Um, we also have been working to recruit a new executive assistant to support me. Um, and the reason we're doing that is because Naomi Barber, who's been working in the executive assistant role and doing a fantastic job, um, has moved into um, or, or will be moving into um, a project role to work on the employment project that I just mentioned earlier. So she'll be doing that. We've we've now finalised the recruitment for the, the new executive assistant um, and that person um, will be starting on the 7th. Um, of October. So yeah, lots of lots of changes. I'm quite keen to follow up on uh, the employment of Martin Stewart. I mean, Martin is, is well known across the sector <laughs> for his work and advocacy and uh, advocating not only for himself, but for blind and vision impaired people across the country. Quite a coup, I think, there. I think so. Um, I'm very excited that, um, that we've got Martin on board. Uh, I think he has already proven himself to be a real um, asset to our organisation. Um, and I think, uh, you know, he's going to go from strength to strength. I think we're also incredibly lucky that um, Ricky is is such an experienced advocacy officer. Um, certainly there's only ever a finite period when I think someone can take on a, an individual advocacy support role. Um, but I think that um, what we have now in, um, in the combination of Ricky, Martin and Jane led by um, Angela, our policy and advocacy manager um, is a really powerful, um, a really powerful team. So it's very mm. exciting. And John, your role is yours for the time being, but you did give an undertaking at the last AGM uh, that you wouldn't be restanding um, when your term is up in two years' time. Is that still your intention? I, I was just sitting here thinking, Vaughan, that exactly the things that Emma's spoken about in terms of the operational side. Uh, also applies to the government side of the organisation. And yes, um, I'm quite clear in the fact that uh, uh, at the end of this current three-year period, which will be the AGM in 2021, uh, at the latest, um, I'll step down as president. And part of our succession planning uh, strategies is not only about 
the operational staff, but it's also about making sure that we have board members who have the experience, the knowledge of the sector, um, and the and the um, the commitment to to take on not only my role but uh, the roles of, uh, of of directors. And that brings me right back on to this year's AGM and the the election process. And I do want to just stress that we are very keen to talk to people who are interested in standing for those uh, vacant positions, uh, whether it be at the more experienced level of a director or whether it be at the National Policy Council level or the State Division Committee level. Um, we see that all of these things feed from each other. So the more people that we can bring in and give experience to, the better we enhance and ensure the future of the organisation. Well, I think that the uh, the future of BCA certainly it's uh, for the next two to three years is in is in really good hands. I'd like to once again thank you both for joining us on the program. Thanks, Thanks John. John Simpson and Emma Benison there, respectively President and CEO of Blind Citizens Australia. Next week's program recognises International Podcast Day. I've mentioned it a couple of times now. I've only had three submissions of podcast choices from people, so get your submissions in. Otherwise, next week's program is going to be very short. If you'd like to contact Blind Citizens Australia, you can call 1-800-033-660, or you can email bca at bca.org.au, bca at bca.org.au. The website, of course, is bca.org.au. I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream. Of our dreams